In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. The Braves Radio Network channel on the podcast park is brought to you by Truist Bank. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. It's another Tuesday edition of the Frozen Rope Report. As always, Kevin McAlpin here with you, your truest reporter for the home of the Braves, the Fan 680 and 93.7 FM, along with the Atlanta Braves Radio Network. Tuesday, February 21st, 2023, it is the first full squad workout for the Braves at Cool Today Park in Northport. What's their day going to look like? Well, we'll tell you coming up here in just a few moments. Later on in our show, going to revisit a conversation that Dylan Short and I had with Brian Snitker a couple of weeks ago at Braves Fest, how he looks at this camp, uh, some of the guys he's looking forward to keeping an eye on, the rule changes, and more. We'll hear from the skipper coming up here in just a little while, and as we always do, we'll take a look at this date in baseball history. Uh, For those folks who have never been to spring training, I always joke, this is sort of the first day of Groundhog Day uh, down at camp. You know, the first couple of days, you sort of ease your way in. It's a lot of pitchers and catchers. Guys are on the backfields. They're just getting themselves worked out, loosened up, uh, just throwing, playing catch. But really today, once you start the full squad, the official full squad workouts, This, over the next few weeks, really feels like it is Groundhog Day every single day when you get to the ballpark. Brian Snicker will address the team coming up later on this morning. They'll do their little powwow in the uh, Braves Academy, which is just incredible inside there. They've got a theater room uh, that you can put a football team in there. So Snit will have some words on uh, what he is looking for from this team. Obviously, five division titles in a row, looking for six. Um, How are they going to handle camp? What's the regular season going to look like? All of that will be addressed by SNIT, by fellow coaches, by trainers. They'll all have a chance to speak to the team, get them ready, and then ramped up for their first full squad workout. So they'll be on the field about 9.30, 9.45 this morning. And uh, again, they'll just start with uh, the daily routine of uh, warming up. You're playing catch. You're taking batting practice. You're doing all the things you need to do. Basically, all the baseball activities, uh, not including a game. Remember, games do start this Saturday. Braves will be taking on the Red Sox at Cool Today Park. You can hear that game on 680 The Fan and select Atlanta Braves Radio Network stations. So if you're looking for Ben Ingram on the call of Braves Spring Training Baseball, that does start coming up this Saturday afternoon, a little after 1 o'clock. It does feel monotonous. It does feel repetitive. It is funny because uh, all the spring trainings that I spent with the Braves down there in Northport, you know, you feel like, man, this is what the pros do. But it's funny because you're working on fundamentals. Ron Washington doing the ground ball drills with the infielders. Eric Young working on base running and working with the outfielders. That is certainly a big part of what they will uh, focus on here over the coming weeks. And then again, it's just getting back into the routine, getting back into the day-in, day-out grind of uh, of Major League Baseball. And, uh, you know, again, they'll start the games and they'll split up who goes to certain road games. It won't be a, a ton of veterans. You know, those guys will mostly be in the home game lineups. Uh, but if you're looking to get down to Cool Today Park, you're looking to get to Northport, slip down for a long weekend, cannot recommend it enough. It is a great experience. It's a beautiful ballpark. The facility down there is incredible. And I know they've been working really, really hard after the hurricane a few months ago to get that place ready for not only the 
players, but you the fans as well. Kudos to Mike Dunn, his entire operation down there in Florida. They have done a tremendous, tremendous job working around the clock, uh, making sure that uh, everything is is back up to par on what you expect when you get down there to see the Atlanta Braves. So uh, again, they'll have, uh, what, about 30-some-odd games. Then they'll turn that thing north. Uh, at the end of March, Braves will open up the regular season in Washington. So we're about five and a half weeks away from opening day. It will be here quicker than you know it, I, I promise you. It is funny. It feels like it comes a lot quicker opening day than uh, when I'm not at spring training than when we are there. Boy, after about two or three weeks, you're just ready to start seeing these games start to count. And believe me, the players, they all know exactly what they need to do to get themselves ready. It's funny, over the years, talking to guys, uh, you know, I've had guys tell me, yeah, I need X amount of at-bats, or you know, I'm more of a feel guy. And if I'm starting to feel uh, like I'm ready to go, that's when I know that I'm ready to get the regular season rolling. So uh, there's not a set amount of at-bats, there's not a set amount of games or innings these guys are going to play. Brian Snitker trusts his guys, he trusts the guys in that room. Uh, that they will do what they need to do to get themselves ready for the start of the regular season. Now, a couple of guys have been in the news here over the last few days, uh, a little bit banged up. We know that Mike Soroka, uh, I'm sorry, Michael Soroka, yeah, that's going to take a little while to get used to. Uh, Michael Soroka has been a little sore, uh, so he's a little bit behind where he would have been. Um, Not overly concerned. It does not sound like it is a big deal uh, as he's sort of nursing this sore hamstring. Uh, but it does sound like he's getting closer and closer to being back to uh, 100%. That is good news. And uh, you know, if you're if you're like me, uh, you're just pulling and hoping that uh, that Soroka is back to healthy because obviously that is one of the main storylines. Him and Ian Anderson, who will emerge as that fifth spot in the Braves rotation. Hey, speaking of that rotation, Kyle Wright also going to be a little bit behind. He had a shoulder issue but had a cortisone injection, and it does sound like uh, he'll be just fine. Uh, Um, once the regular season rolls around. It'll be a little bit slower in spring training, but that's okay. Again, I don't need guys going out there and going 1,000 miles an hour over the next month and a half. Um, I need them to get to the regular season healthy and know that they have done enough to be ready to go and make 30 to 33 starts this season. And uh, again, Kyle coming off of just a breakout year last season, 21 wins. Uh, What a remarkable year it was for Kyle Wright, and we'll see what he can do to piggyback off of that. You want to talk about confidence at an all-time high. He may mentioned that um, as he was coming off that appearance in the World Series a couple of years ago. That gave him all the confidence in the world, and it sure showed last year, didn't it, folks? I mean, you look at the numbers. 21 wins, led all of Major League Baseball. 21-5, and five, a 319 ERA. He made 30 starts, and he had 174 punch-outs in 180 and a third innings. Trusting his defense, and I think that's a big hurdle that a lot of guys have to overcome. You know, these young guys want to come up. They want to strike everybody out. You don't have to do that, and I think Kyle Wright learned that a year ago. So that's sort of some of the news that's been going around. Also, Marcelo Zuna read this yesterday. Mark Bowman had this uh, as part of his uh, news from Braves camp. Uh, apparently, Ozuna's been dealing with uh, a little bit of a, a sh- an arm and a shoulder issue over the last few years. Um, so uh, that is something that has sort of uh, slowed down his defense a little bit. Uh, inflammation 
uh, is what he was blaming it on. And we know that uh, Ozuna's arm has been a topic of, of great discussion over the last few years, so much so that uh, Domino and I have said it time and time again on the pregame show, we don't need to see Marcelo Ozuna play in left field anymore. Uh, but with left field still up in the air, they're going to give him a chance to at least earn more playing time. I do feel like Eddie Rosario will be your primary guy unless somebody else emerges over the last uh, you know, last few weeks of camp that we don't expect or unless the Braves pull a trade, which I don't see happening at this point. Uh, we could see Ozuna get some reps, but he's going to have to prove that he can handle it and he's going to have to prove his defense isn't going to be a liability if they do put him in left field. So I still feel like Rosario gets the, the majority of the bulk of the playing time. And again, could it be a platoon? Could they bring somebody in? Absolutely. I think anything is still up in the air for this Atlanta Braves ball club. So that's some of the news over the first few days of camp. Again, we will keep our fingers crossed that everybody gets to the finish line healthy. And there's going to be some, you know, some some setbacks along the way. You know, guys are going to have to miss a side session or some guys are going to have to sit a few games out with some soreness here and there. It's only normal when you start ramping up back to get a regular season going once again. So it does sound like spirits are very high for the Braves. They're a very confident bunch. And I was looking at something last night. Fangraphs actually had the Braves picked to win the most games uh, in baseball this year. I thought that was really, really interesting. Uh, you know, we know how tough this division is. Heck, you've got uh, the defending NL champs uh, in Philadelphia, and then you've got uh, a team in the Mets that spent seemingly about a billion dollars um, with uh, with this offseason. So I-, I correct myself. The Braves have the best odds to win the World Series, per, uh, according to fan graphs. They've got uh, a 15, well, nearly a 15% chance to win the World Series. How about that? They've got a 56% chance to win the division, 92.4 just to make the postseason, and 14.6 to win the World Series. Padres are second. They're at 11.9. Then you've got the Yankees, 10.5. Astros, the defending champs, 9.9% chance to win the World Series. Mets are the closest in the division. They are at uh, they are at 9.1. Phillies are 2.9%, which I think is rather interesting for a Philadelphia team. I guess they're looking at them maybe overachieving a year ago. That's the only thing I can really think of. Uh, they got hot at the right time. That's for certain. And we know that, uh, look at the Braves run a couple of years ago. They got hot at the right time, and they ran that all the way to a World Series championship. So Fangraphs picking the Braves as the best odds to win the 2023 World Series. Now, what have we learned? Uh, we have learned that uh, things are not won uh, on paper. We have learned that you've got to go out and earn it. You've got to go out and, and look, things are going to happen throughout the course of a season. We do know that, but they have the Braves at 101. Uh, I'm sorry, that was that was last year. That was They had the Braves, uh, that was the, the year-end um, uh, pro- projections there. I'm looking to see if they had the uh, t- win totals for this year. Does not appear as though they have them this year, uh, but they do have the World Series odds, and that is rather interesting. If you're a Brave fan, there you go. You'll sleep good tonight. Fangraphs has you as the best odds to win the World Series, and why not? Start thinking about this lineup. I know a lot of folks out there are a little b- bummed out about how the offseason has played out. Uh, you didn't make a big splash when it comes to free agency. Uh, But I would say that you made a major splash with the acquisition of Sean Murphy. That is huge for this team behind the plate. And offensively as well. You think about Darno and Murphy, uh, both in the lineup most nights with the ability of using the DH. That is huge. Uh, think about a healthy Ronald Acuna Jr. Boy, he looks motivated for this season, doesn't he? Michael Harris coming off a Rookie of the Year campaign. Austin Riley continues to get better and better and better. Matt Olson, uh, his second season here in Atlanta. What's he going to do to build off a season that saw him hit 30-plus bombs last year? I think that there's a lot uh, to, to really, really like. Vaughn Grissom, he's going to be hitting ninth for you 
and you're not going to ask a whole lot of him, but, you know, look, we saw what he can do with the bat as well. This is a deep lineup. This is a really talented lineup, and it's one that I think a lot of folks should be very, very excited about as uh, we get closer and closer to the regular season. So that's sort of the news and notes from camp. Uh, Rather quiet so far, and we'll keep our fingers crossed that that is the case as we continue moving forward. Well, one guy who does not have a quiet day on his uh, docket is the skipper, Brian Snitker. We know that he is uh, certainly a very, very busy man. He'll be seeing some of his players go off to the World Baseball Classic here in the not-too-distant future. And uh, again, talking about health, we'll just keep our fingers crossed that everyone comes back healthy from the WBC. But recently had a chance to catch up with Snit as we were at Braves Fest a few weeks back, get his thoughts on the offseason, his club going into camp, and more. Here is the skipper, Brian Snitker, from a few weeks ago. Back with you at Braves Fest 2023, joined by the skipper, Brian Snitker, kind enough to spend some time with us here. And Snit, we've had a great day, and I'm sure for as much fun as we're all having, you guys getting a chance to be around the fans, take selfies, run around. This has to be a, a fun day for all of you guys as Yeah, well. you know, it's awesome. Um, last night, the, the gala was unbelievable. Um, you know, my hat's off to the players for all of them showed up. Um, I think a lot of our new players were kind of a little in awe at everything we were doing and, and how it was working. And, um, you know, I saw them all this morning. And they are. They're having a fun time. I mean, I th- you know what? They appreciate all these fans that are here because yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's real. I talk about Braves country being real. You know, they under and they get it when it's a school night in the middle of the week and this place is rocking, yeah. you know, during the summer. So they really, uh, really appreciate our fan base. It's funny you mentioned that because we had Sean Murphy on a little while ago and he said we were here on a Tuesday in June and there was 42,000 yeah. people for the A's and Braves. <laughs> he was blown away. So I think for folks who haven't experienced that and some of your newcomers, this will be a whole new experience. This, this is, it's a big deal. I mean, this is a special place. Um, guys want to come here. They enjoy. They I think when they play against our club and they see the tenacity of our team and, and what they do and how they present themselves, and they all want to be a part of it. And it's a little bit I guess it's kind of like awe-inspiring for players when they see this happen at Braves Country, but it's also something that if you're a team outside in, you see that culture. Man, I, I want to be a part of it. You and look they at do. what Matt Olson has meant to the team already, mm-hmm. how, how influential he's going to be. Now you bring in Sean Murphy and what that's going to mean going forward. So you're getting to the point now where there's not going to be a lot of lineup decisions to make because <laughs> everybody's going to be here for the next half decade. Well, you know what? That's a good thing because I, I tell us, you know, when I first got here, we were putting, you know, we'll work for food signs out on the <laughs> interstate trying to get players to come in here, you know. So, um, you know, it's, and that's a good thing. I, t- I told the players last year, it's we've worked really hard here to set that bar high and the expectations are high and um, I think the guys love it they feed off of that um, you know it's it's uh, it's they're a battle-tested group now yeah and we, we talked about this with Cranny earlier you still have a relatively young pitching staff you got guys that are still kind of developing age-wise they're young but the experience these guys have gotten in the postseason as you've talked about you can't replicate you know it's that. it's the pitchers I mean you take a young guy like Ian Anderson um, you know he's pitching game sevens he's for a young pitcher and this with the limited time he's had in the major league he's been through a whole lot a lot of these guys max and you know spencer's got a taste of it last year which is really good and uh you know even the position players i mean these guys aren't long in the tooth yet either they're just you know they're young really good players and have been through a lot in a short period of time the only starter who's going to be over 30 is going to be eddie 
if I'm not mistaken, right? Everybody yeah. else is under the age of 30. Wow. It's an incredibly young squad. And speaking about that pitching staff, obviously we know that there's the big battle for the fifth starter spot. Ian is going to be featured in that uh, very heavily. But also, we get to see Mike Soroka try to make his yeah. comeback. How excited are you for, for Mike to take I, a bow I'm again? so happy for him that he's had a normal offseason. And, uh, you know, and when he gets to spring training, he'll, you know, be able to just be with the guys. He'll be in a group and doing drills and all that with everybody else. And instead of kind of on the sideline as he did last spring so i'm happy for him he loves to play he loves to compete and it's really going to be cool to get him back out there you know this time last year we didn't know when there was going to be a season how many games they would play you've had a normal off season and i think it's a breath of fresh air for all yeah. of us in the game but going to some of those guys that are recovering from last year and maybe didn't have normal seasons whether it was ronald or ozzy coming off the injury spencer how beneficial do you think it's going to be for all those guys to just have this normal routine this off season? oh I, I think it's huge you know even uh, um, kirby yates yeah. was um <clears throat> you know we got him and even though it was a sim game we got him cleared to have a normal off season last year and you know he'd been two years kind of rehabbing and that's that's tough duty i mean it's uh you know you got to have a, an unbelievable mindset and all to do that and and um so i'm i'm happy for those guys that that get to do you know have the normal time you know i just was with charlie you know last year he he had a rough off season you know rehabbing the leg and everything so he was a little bit behind you know? and um so now you know i mean he's you know had a normal off season chasing kids and <laughs> working you know doing his normal workouts and all that so um i think it's huge for those guys all right it's another year it's another year of filling in a, a big hole that was left dancy swanson leaving this season and now it's a uh, von grissom orlando arcia stepping up I am a huge Von Grissom fan. I've bought in completely on this young man. Mm -hmm. uh, what have you seen so far from Von? What did you see when he first came up, just how acclimated he could get as quickly as he did, along with the other young guys, Michael and Spencer? Right. Yeah, no, it was great. I mean, and he came at just the right time. He was he was hot at the time in A. He was doing well. I loved the call when Alan, we were in Boston, and Alec called, and when, um, oh, you know, uh, did his hamstring and I was like man I think this is a great I talked to actually talked to Greg Walker about two weeks before and he goes Sned he goes you might think I'm crazy but this Grissom kid is, he's going off you know um, <clears throat> so it was good and he did a great job for us I mean he stepped in just shows the depth of our system and our organization when you can have somebody plug somebody in with you know he's had limited professional experience and um, you know it's it's good I think you know it, it you hate to lose players especially when you know the guys that you've been around a long time like Dansby, Freddie, or whatever, but you know, it, it's we have a way of we'll rebound, we'll we'll do okay, we'll piece this thing together and be fine. Helps when you got another three or four MVP quality players on the same squad. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Hey, I wanted to ask you. We had uh, Ozzy in earlier, and he has set the bar incredibly high for the stolen base numbers for this team. He said, well, between me and Ronald, probably about 100 this season. And then Michael Harris <laughs> just chipped in another 50. So I don't think we have to worry yeah. about the run game. These guys are already to take off. Don't no, they are. Too, that Sean Murphy decided yeah. he's going to kick it. Yeah, Sean Murphy's got two in his, his Oh, does he? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad we got Sean Murphy to try and thwart the other team's <laughs> attempts to, to steal. So, um, yeah, you know, these guys, are, they're, they're aggressive. They're young. They're hungry. Um, you know, why not? Yeah. I mean, it's um, it'll be interesting to see how the new rules work out in in that respect i know they 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 you know limited the numbers of throwovers and all that trying to increase the stolen base so it's going to play right into these guys game speaking of that 
is a guy like Max who's got already one of the more underrated pitchers, but who has the most devastating pickoff move? Is that just going to be another way to, to show off just how good it is? Well, yeah, I mean, and that's why I'm not a big fan of that rule. I, I think that's, you know, controlling the running game is part of baseball. I mean, it's something that guys need to work out more. They need to get better at. And, you know, they were going to limit those, you know, that's, those kind of things with a guy like Max. I said, Max, is, his move is a weapon for him. I mean, it's the best one in baseball. And, and um, you know, and usually if you if you kind of look at it, he'll get him on the first one a lot of times, even when they know he's got that good one. It's hilarious. I've never, I've never, it's, you know, he's going to throw over and he's, yeah. he still gets you every he time. He still gets you. Yeah, he's really, really good. And he picks the spots too. He doesn't throw over a ton. His, his percentage of pickoffs is, no, is through the roof. Yeah, and that's just something that I just turned, I, I sit there and do <laughs> dummy type signs because I just let him handle it because he's got such a great feel. As you get ready for spring training, it's a couple of weeks away. Uh, you will have some, some position battles that you'll watch unfold. What happens in left field what happens at shortstop what happens uh to round out your rotation how excited are you to see that healthy competition play itself Uh, there's nothing wrong with that that's great when you have that type of uh that that competition and and you know it's not a lot of spots which is good i mean um you know there's 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 always be somebody that that kind of you know sets themselves apart you know that matzik or the the strider or somebody like that that you're not even really thinking about um and that's the beauty of the game and and all that when it when it happens and that's part of the fun of this game too is because this time last year if we're having this conversation we're not talking about spencer strider right we're not talking about von grissom and those were michael harris three guys that had such a big impact yeah i know and and you know it's like i said i've always said with michael i said i like the kid First time he fin- jumped the fence, yeah. you know, and he was, I said, this, you know, this kid was a caddy last year in spring training. And, all, and then all of a sudden, you know, he's a uh, National League Rookie of the Year. So um, it, it's just, you just never know. You, you never know, and you never know when. And and um, so, you know what, I just hope we keep developing. We were talking to Sal Fasano a little bit earlier, and we talked to Sean Murphy a little bit earlier, just kind of getting the lay of the land, welcoming into Braves country and all that. Uh not having William Contreras, that seems like a pretty big loss offensively. Adding a guy like Sean Murphy, though, means you've just taken a position that was very strong last year, and you just added a top three catcher in all of Major League Baseball. How do you determine who gets how many starts? Those are both dogs behind the plate. No, I know. They want to be there every night. Yep. No, I don't know. I mean, it's just it's usually something that... You know, you, you have a plan, but usually those things can seem to work their way. You know, the, the, something will happen. It's kind of like when you got a guy coming off the DL and you're, you know, to a week down the road, you're making plans. But it's like if you don't, then you're going to get, you know, stuck, you know, slapped in the face or whatever. So we'll see. You know, it'll have a way of working itself out. And, and um, But it's it's a great problem to have when you have two of the guys of the quality of those two guys. All right, wrapping up with Brian Snicker, what a off season it was. Uh, your son, Troy, part of the coaching staff with Dusty Baker's club. Uh, uh, do you still get bragging rights, though, at the at the Thanksgiving dinner, at Christmas dinner, that you got it first? Well, I mean, I, I did till he got his trophy in the mail the other day. So <laughs> we have we have two World Series trophies in uh, in our house, which is pretty cool. So, um, no, I'm happy for him, very proud of him. And, and uh, so I told him last year, it's like, you need to let old dad maybe have this one because you got plenty of time to get one. I didn't know it was going to be the next year, yeah. but uh, very proud of what he's accomplished. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to watch. And I know a lot of folks in Braves country were, were rooting for Troy and, uh, and the Astros this year. Snit, always good to catch up. Thanks. We will look forward to seeing you down in Northport, and I can't wait to opening day, man. It's right no, I know. Court. It's right around the corner. We'll see you there, and I appreciate you having me. Thanks. Always good to visit with the skipper. Appreciate Snit's time at Braves Fest a few weeks ago, and talking about time, boy, he doesn't have a whole lot of free time now. Lots to get to as Braves 
uh, spring training is in full effect. First full squad workout taking part today in Northport. And Nick and Chris live on location all week long, so make sure you're following Cellini and Domino. You'll hear interviews. You'll hear all the the behind-the-curtain information and news from Brave Spring Training. That will come your way 11-2 to every day this week. Cellini and Domino live from Cool Today Park in Northport, Florida. Time to take a look at this date in baseball history brought to you by our friends at Righteous Q. Now, I got to tell you, if you are looking for the finest barbecue in the East Cobb Marietta area, stop by and see Patrick and his squad at 1050 East Piedmont Road here in Marietta. You will find me there every Friday for brisket burgers. Yeah, that's right. Me and some of the dads in the neighborhood, we stop by. So Patrick and his guys created this brisket burger where they take the the scraps from the brisket all week long. They put it aside and they make them into burger patties while supplies last every Friday. So uh, I bump into a number of Brave fans there every Friday uh, when I'm there with a couple of guys getting our burgers. But if you're looking for uh, brisket, chicken, ribs, whatever it might be. Oh, by the way, now serving beer and wine as well. What goes better with a plate of barbecue than an ice cold beer? Patrick and his guys now serving beer and wine for the very first time at Pet uh, Righteous Q. Uh, so you'll find me there a little bit more frequently, I think, as we go forward. But want to thank Righteous Q for bringing us this date in baseball history. And we're going to start on this date, February 21st of 1968, the players and owners reaching the first ever collective basic agreement. <clears throat> now, the two-year CBA, get this, it raises the minimum salary from 6000 to $10,000, and it's the first increase in two decades. Also provides a new grievance arbitration procedure for labor disputes that empowers the commissioner as the final arbiter. On this date in 1968, the first ever CBA, and it bumped up that uh, minimum salary from 6000 to $10,000 a year. Here's another one that's going to blow your mind. On this date in 1974, Tom Seaver becomes the highest paid pitcher in baseball history when he signed a one-year contract for the uh, handsome sum of $172,000, a 25% increase from last season to pitch for the Mets. Now, the 29-year-old, known as Tom Terrific, has won 135 games, lost 76 during his seven years with the New York Metropolitans. On this date, signs a $172,000 deal for the 1974 season. Hey, sticking uh, with a name from New York past, this date in 1980, Billy Martin signs a two-year $250,000 deal to become the A's manager, becoming Charlie Finley's 15th different skipper in the past 20 years. Now, the 51-year-old over the last three seasons would compile a record of 215 and 218 winning the division title as a first-half leader in the 1981 strike-shortened season out in the AL West. On this date in 1980, Billy Martin signs a two-year $250,000 agreement to be the manager in Oakland. And one or two more for you here on this date in 1986. uh, Doing a little bit of uh, defiance of the Cincinnati Reds policy, Raleigh Fingers refuses to cut off that trademark handlebar mustache and he hangs up the cleats. Now, the future Hall of Famer leaves the game with 341 saves and had been offered a contract by Reds skipper Pete Rose after being released by the Brewers at the end of last season. But he said, you know what? I'm not shaving off the mustache. I'm hanging up the cleats. And that's exactly what happened on this date in 1986. All right, final one for you here. It was on this date in 2019 that Manny Machado agrees to a 10-year, $300 million deal with the San 
Diego Padres, making the then 25-year-old infielders deal the richest free agent signing in baseball history. Now, we know that Bryce Harper would surpass the all-time free agent record in two weeks when he signed a 13-year $330 million uh, deal with the Philadelphia Phillies. But on this date in 2019, Manny Machado, 10 years, $300 million from the San Diego Padres. By the way, what's going to happen to Manny Machado? Sounds like he's talking about walking and testing the free agent waters after this year. Could the Padres let him go? Where would he go? Very interesting stuff on this date in uh, 2019 and that uh, he signed that deal with the Padres. We shall see what that means for the future of Manny Machado as we move forward. All right, that's going to do it for the Frozen Rope Report on your February 21st. Again, want to thank uh, you all for tuning in. We'll keep you posted. News and notes from spring training. Of course, Cellini and Domino live on location. Make sure you're listening to their show each and every day this week. And don't forget, Braves Clubhouse Report with Wiley Ballard and yours truly will come your way. That'll be tomorrow, 2 o'clock, 2 to 2.30 on The Fan, 680 here in Atlanta. Folks, enjoy your Tuesday. Enjoy your week. I know a lot of folks are dealing with a uh, number of uh, children around the house as it is uh, winter break for the kids here in the Cobb County School District. So if you're like me, you got the kids running all around the house, tearing it up, uh, have a cold beer later on today. You're probably going to need it when, when when the dust settles on a what could be a little bit of a rainy Tuesday afternoon. But enjoy it. Have a great Tuesday, and we'll do it again real soon right here on the Atlanta Braves Radio Network. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Hey, Atlanta, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today, accentroofingservice.com. 